Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. Hey, I am your host, Patty Lennon. And today I'm going to talk about probably the most challenging homework I give anyone, whether they're a private client or in the receiving school or our mastermind. This is hands down the thing people resist the most, and that is taking time off. Now, that can be confusing what I'm talking about if you're thinking I'm saying, you know, take a week off and go to the beach or take a week off and get all the stuff done around the house that you haven't gotten done. But that's not what I'm referring to. I'm talking about taking a week off or even two where you have no agenda. It's fine if you decide to go to the beach, but if you're there in the hopes of filling that time with beach activity, then that sort of defeats the purpose because the purpose really is to not have an agenda, to be in a space and time where all your responsibilities, including even getting to a massage, are off your shoulders. And I do encourage people during this time, if you want to get a massage, that's great. But if it requires that you schedule it way in advance, You need to either be willing to forego the investment in the massage if you don't feel like doing it or just only book last minute. And what I mean is if you book a massage for, let's say, 10 a.m. and you don't feel like getting out of bed, you don't go, right? Which usually means that you'll get charged for the massage. And there's a reason for my madness, the method of my madness, which is that we are so hyper-scheduled and so hyper-productive, whether you believe this or not. And, and I get it because a lot of people that encounter this assignment think that they're not doing nearly enough with their time. They're not nearly productive enough. They're procrastinating. There's a laundry list of things they haven't gotten done. But generally what brings us to this homework assignment is the awareness that the reason you're procrastinating, the reason you're not getting things done is because your inner world, like your inner intelligent being understands that you've hit maximum capacity and it's slowing you down by putting up roadblocks to actually being productive because it's the only way it knows how to keep you from continuing this this rapid pace of productivity. Now, that's one reason why I might assign this to someone if someone just keeps telling me, I just can't seem to find the motivation to do anything. I'm tired all the time. You know, I want to do this thing. I want to write this book. I want to clean this house. I want to start this business. I want to, you know, get back out dating, whatever it is, but I just can't even motivate to do it. When I hear that, and I know that what they're saying they truly do want to do, what I'm hearing is that they're exhausted at the cellular level. And I think most people are in a normal year, but take us on the back of a pandemic year. And, you know, I think everyone is there. 
and everyone needs a break. And, and I was one of those everyone people. Now I'm not probably at the stage of fatigue and exhaustion, maybe that others are because this is a habit I've cultivated and I've been doing it for quite some time, taking this space and time away of doing nothing. In fact, I had just gone to the Cape by myself in, I want to say September for this purpose, right? For this agendaless time where you don't have a purpose to it other than to meet yourself where you are, to actually get back into relationship with yourself. And there's another um, valuable piece of this assignment, which is that there are a lot of resources around us, both metaphysical guides, angels, God force, and nature that can help clear the toxic energy out of our body, whether it's toxicity that's come from being around toxic people, toxic situations, or the natural fear and stress that happens as a result of being in difficult, challenging situations. And without doing more than anything else, if you simply be, that will start to unwind itself. The natural forces in the world will start to unwind yourself. Now, you're probably sitting there and thinking, I would love nothing more than to just take a week off and just be. And I will tell you that that may sound good in concept, but if I put it to you right now, okay, do this. I'm telling you, this is the number one thing you can do to clear your energy, to attract in more abundance, to accomplish the most that you can accomplish this year. Whatever it is, whatever's on your desire bucket list, I promise you taking a week of agendaless time is going to propel any of that forward. If I was to tell you that, and I could just tell you for sure this will work, when would you schedule it? Where would you find the time on your calendar? And if you're like most people, the first thing you'll do with me is tell me you can't, not for weeks and weeks and weeks, maybe maybe in August you'd be able to do it. And as I'm recording this, it is May. And I don't know why people always tell me it's like three or four months off. Like I think that's just far enough off that you don't have to really commit to it because that's usually where everyone falls out is like, oh, I think I can do this in about three or four months. And I'm telling you, no, you have to do it in the next three weeks. You have to clear your calendar for a week in the next three weeks. And most likely you tell me that's just not possible. And if you do eventually get on board with this concept, you will likely negotiate down the amount of time to maybe three days, that you can get three days of this. Now, I will put a caveat. If you have primary responsibility for children who cannot live on their own, young children or Maybe you're caring for someone with a need where you just do not have someone else that can help you. Of course, that this is not 100% doable. And if that's the case, then what I recommend is you do it to the best of your ability, which means you really eliminate any responsibility that isn't absolutely necessary, including if your kids are old enough to pour themselves a bowl of cereal, letting them make their own food. And I will say, pushing back on you, just be sure that that's actually true, that you can't get someone to help care for these people. Or is it that you would feel bad inconveniencing someone? Because that is not the same thing. If it's simply that you'd feel bad inconveniencing someone, you really do need to look at that and ask them, 
and give them the option to say no. All right. So presuming you're on board and you're considering this at least, here is what will likely happen. It'll sound really good at first, but the closer you get to actually making it happen, you're going to have reasons why this isn't a good time, reasons why this may not be a good decision. And if you're working with me, you're probably messaging me more than once to check in and see if this still feels like this is what you're supposed to do. And the answer is, and you don't need me in your back pocket for this because the answer is always yes. Yes, it is the right thing to do. So as you get closer and closer, there's going to be some trepidation. There may be some pitfalls that show up that you've attracted into your life to try and create some stumbling blocks. Yes, this is all normal. But let's say you get to the promised land and you get these days off, either in your home or away. Um, Again, the point isn't to go away. The point you can, but the point is to have no agenda. Nothing required of your time and to be able to do whatever you feel like doing. And I just took one of these trips. So I just got back. I was only away for a few days. And, you know, like most people, there were reasons in my life I couldn't take a whole week. And right now it's because we're in the middle of the receiving school. So I am present for people all the time. There's just It just wasn't possible to have a week yet. There will be two weeks at the end of receiving school. But for now, I just need a few days to, you know, clear any of the energy that had kind of gotten stuck in my body, unwind, et cetera. And I was really surprised to see that I had the experience that I see a lot of people have when they do this process for the first or the second time. And I've done this many, many times. And their experience that you're going to have, even though it sounds glorious to have no responsibilities, is you're going to wake up in that first day and wonder, what is it that you're supposed to be doing with this day? You'll be faced with the level of addiction you have to your time being directed by activities, by someone else, by someone's needs, by social media. Because the other rule when you do this is to come off of all technology, which is what I did. And I think the reason it was so challenging for me this particular time is that I've never taken one of these breaks in the midst of receiving school where I am so significantly connected to the community, where I'm on our community page, you know, multiple times a day talking to people as well as having my mastermind still running and talking to my masterminders, you know, staying with my finger on the pulse of all of these people in addition to my family. And on top of it, my kids are in travel sports. And I usually don't schedule this during a travel sport time just because there's just so much going on. So I have been more busy in the last five weeks than I probably have been in a year. And I think that's part of the reason why when I woke up the first day, I didn't know what to do with myself. And yesterday, a friend of mine finally did this for herself. She has had dogs that through the pandemic, they did not you know, feel comfortable. Her and her partner didn't feel comfortable having the dogs cared for by someone else. And so although she's had days to herself, she's always had the responsibility of caring for a dog. She makes their food from scratch and they have multiple walks and her partner took the dogs away to their other home and she had a day to herself. And she texted me, and now what the hell am I supposed to do? 
and I was sending her funny memes of people looking scared and crouched in the field position in the corner of the room because that's literally what it feels like. That's what you end up experiencing. And I joke and call it the excruciating pain of doing nothing because you think it's what you want. And then yet when you're left with just you and you, oh my goodness, it can be pretty scary. And it's not scary because there's something scared to be about, but what happens is all of the thoughts, all of the things you were able to push away with your busyness start to bubble up to the surface. And the reality is that first day, it's actually pretty uncomfortable. Even the second day can be uncomfortable. And I'll be totally honest with you, I was only gone for three days and I never quite settled down and I realized, oh, right, this is why I highly recommend a week because it does take two to two and a half days to sort of settle into this new experience. And those first couple of days, there's just this feeling like you didn't do something, you left something behind, something's going to go wrong in your absence. And these are all normal things to happen. They're not normal for our bodies, understand. Understand that for your body not to exist in a state of agendaless opportunity should not create so much anxiety. And yet it does. It does for me, who's been doing this work for quite some time, and it does for pretty much everyone I give the assignment to. Now, on the other side of that is, though, many blessings. And those blessings are blessings of awareness. They're blessings of, you know, coming back a little more whole, a little fuller of your own energy system. And, you know, we get in this work, our team, when we put something out, often gets questions about, you know, okay, I'm doing the work, but how do I deal with all the people around me who are not doing the work? And I get this. There's something we do in the receiving school called the complaining detox, which for a week, your goal is to not complain. Now you can talk about the things that make you uncomfortable, but the goal is to tell the truth about them and not complain about them. And then, you know, inevitably what comes up is, okay, I'm doing this. It's hard. I'm doing this, but it's really hard being around other people that are complaining, right? So it's, you know, that's big questions we get is, How do we navigate the people around us who are toxic? How do we create boundaries to our energy with that? And this exercise is the best way to do it because it creates a natural boundary. If you only do what you feel like doing, it sends a pulse out to the universe that says, I'm ready to be cleared. I'm ready for my energy to be restored. And I do, whenever possible, recommend that If you can go by an open body of water during this time, it's really helpful. Moving water, I always buy the Long Island Sound this time, but I usually go to the Cape, which is the Atlantic Ocean. Um, Because what that moving body of water does, it's a natural cleanser. It's like washing your system clean of energy toxins that, you know, just keep you clouded, make it hard for you to stay motivated. And you come back refreshed and renewed, ideally, you know, depending on how long it's been since you took a break, it may just do part of the work, right? Because I've had clients who, when I ask them, when's the last time you took two weeks off, they actually can't remember. And it's been more than 10 years. And then we go to, okay, well, how long since you had a week off? 
and they're still at the same time frame, 10 years. Well, in that case, that week is going to do you a lot of good, but it's probably going to need to happen, you know, a few more times throughout the year to get the full impact. But no matter what you're going to find is you're going to be better on the other side of it. But like most things that really work, there's a point in time that you have to stick with it through a period of doubt and fear. And it seems crazy, but that first day of doing nothing, it will bring up so much anxiety, so much fear. Am I selling you this now? I realize as I'm telling you this, I'm like, these people are just never going to do this now, but it's worth it. I promise you it's worth it because what you find then is awarenesses. And what was so fascinating for my time away recently is that you know, this to me was not, you know, some huge break. I just needed, I needed some space. And my kids being in school through COVID and having these travel sports, I just knew I couldn't take these days off at home. I, there would just be too many times that people would be asking something of me, not meaning to. They could ask simple questions like, you know, when did my game get moved to? And I need to be away from that. And I wanted to be by the water. So I went to this hotel pretty close to us, a nice beautiful resort. And fascinatingly, every couple of hours, something went sideways and it wasn't terribly sideways. And and these will sound like really obnoxious problems when I tell you what they were. But for instance, we booked through a system where we had points and you could upgrade to have an early check-in and a late checkout. And I knew it wasn't guaranteed, but I'd asked for an early check-in and they said I could have it. So I scheduled my massage at the time I would normally check in because I figured I'd have already be in my room. Well, I wasn't. At the end of the day, it was no problem. I mean, I would have been able to have the massage anyway. It was just I would have had all my bags, not settled. They moved the massage. Fine. They apologized profusely. They had gotten my, my reservation mixed up with someone else. So the massage I was meant to get was a deep tissue. And I am like a crazy person with massages. I really need like deep, deep tissue, like a regular massage just does not do it for me because I have back issues. So I had asked them that ahead of time. I checked in with the massage therapist. I just want to make sure, you know, I'm really good with like very strong pressure. And he's like, yes, absolutely. He starts doing the massage and it's like the, the weakest massage I've ever gotten. So I just say, Hey, you know, could you go a little bit deeper? And he's like, sure. And he goes barely deeper. I mean, this would not, this wouldn't even qualify as a deep tissue massage. I'm saying there, I'm like, huh. And I'm in this, you know, I, I have all the tools. So I'm like, huh, I wonder why I've invited this kind of unsatisfying massage in whatever. We get to my room. There was something else up with it. Again, not the end of the world, but when this stuff happens, I know enough to know somehow I'm not allowing myself to fully enjoy this. The next morning, they check me out of my hotel room by mistake. And I only happened to catch it because my phone was dead in my room. And I pulled up my email, even though I was trying to stay off tech, I pulled up my email because I had the direct line to the front desk. And I wanted to call them and just say, can I have towels? Because we weren't going to be using, I wasn't going to be using the cleaning service during COVID. And I pull up my email and I see, well, thank you for staying with us. And I'm like, oh my God. And I come running downstairs. I'm like, I think you just checked me out of my room. And they're like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. We don't know what this is about. (laughs) They fix it. They put me back in my room. 
then I go to um I go to have a meal in the restaurant. They can't find my room. So they I and I didn't have my credit card with me. So I had to go get my credit card. Again, all these problems are nonsense problems. I get that they're all problems of privilege, but I've done this enough times to know, oh my goodness, there's something going on here. There's some reason that this is happening. And I'm not going to assume it's my own resistance at this point, but I am going to watch it and just receive it and just see what it has to teach me. So by the third morning, something else had happened. And and I won't even bore you with the insignificant details, but they were consistent enough that the front desk manager was so, so sorry. And she was like, I really need you to just talk to the hotel manager because at this point, I don't even have the authority to do what I think needs to be done to make it up to you. I'm holding it together, but now I'm starting to feel like this feels really hard. And this feels, it feels like I missed out on what I needed to have, which was a fully relaxing time. And I'm again, not blaming anyone, taking hundred percent responsibility for having called this in potentially also seeing that there's a lesson. And so before I called the hotel manager, I just sat quietly. Now I had been spending all my other time just sitting by the water That's all I did for those days. (laughs) Other than things I just mentioned, I ate (laughs) and I sat by the water. Um, So it was really beautiful. It was really beautiful and it was a beautiful space. And I'm sitting there thinking like, why can't I let this in? And all of a sudden, just some deep emotions come through me of having to have been the fixer for things. And I'm looking back on these days, I've stayed there and I realized that I was in this mode of trying to make the massage therapist feel good about the less than good massage, trying to make the waiter feel better about the fact that he couldn't find my room and keeping a smile on my face and being pleasant. Because truly, I understand that the hotel industry has really been through such a difficult time. And I'm imagining all these people probably are just back to work or have feared for their jobs. And I'm holding all this compassion for them through the whole thing. But I realized through all of that, unintentionally, I spent most of the time taking care of other people when I was supposed to just be focused on myself. And this is what happens sometimes when we do nothing. We actually do a lot, right? We Our patterns show ourselves. And I, I realized that's what happened this year is that things change so radically. And that's why this particular break was so challenging for me because I had gone to a place where I really allowed my children to run their lives you know, as much as possible and my husband to be a true partner in this household. But COVID upended things. And there were just places that my children didn't have the skill to navigate what was coming at them. And I had to get in there. Maybe I didn't have to, but I think I really did. We were all in it together. And I realized that for a year between holding space for my clients and our family, And having just closed my dad's estate at the beginning of COVID, really just trying to get some grieving in, that I had just been in fix-it mode. Like I hadn't left fix-it mode. And that's really what I was looking for a break from. You know, just these tears started coming that I just needed a couple of days where I didn't have to fix something. And also mourning the fact that I took that from myself, right? No one asked me to do what I had done or how I behaved. And so 
when I finally called the hotel manager, I started off saying, you know, I just want to tell you the people here in this, in this hotel have been wonderful. You know, the mistakes that were made were systemic mistakes, but the humans are just wonderful, which makes it really hard for me to give you this laundry list of things that went wrong because I think they were just a confluence events. And he's like, I already know what's happened. Tell me what can we do? What can we do to make the rest of your stay somewhat good? But I was checking out in a couple hours and I said, honestly, John, there's nothing you can do. I'm leaving soon. And he goes, well, what can I do to make it up to you? And I was, you know, I cry all the time. You probably realize that if you listen to this for a while. <laughs> but there are certain circumstances where when I start crying, I am truly embarrassed. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm talking to my kids' teachers and I start crying unexpectedly, that's embarrassing to me. And in this case, I, I did start crying because it really felt silly what I was crying over. <laughs> And I said, you know, I just needed a couple of days away where I wasn't fixing things. And I said, I just never had the feeling that I could relax. And I said, I take responsibility for that. It's just, that's just the reality is I needed this time and I didn't get it. And he goes, what can we do? And all of a sudden it occurred to me and I said, you know what, John, I just need this to be one problem. I don't have to fix. You know what's happened. I don't know how you fix it, but I just need to be not the one that comes up with that particular solution. And in that moment, this huge whoosh of energy went out of my body. It was like this amazing cleansing of this clenching that had been happening inside my body because sometimes it takes a lot for us to find our truth, to find the truth of what's bothering us, to find the truth of what we need. And up until that moment, I didn't realize that the weight of finding answers for people had become so heavy on me. But being able to speak those words did this amazing clearing inside of me. And he was lovely. He said, I get it. That's a completely appropriate response. Let me see what I can do. Now he did go on to do lovely things for me. They waved a night at the hotel. They paid for my massage, you know, and they, and they were just profusely sorry or, or profusely apologizing. And I was so grateful for those gifts. But what was more beautiful in that interaction was the gift of this entire time was for me to have the truth that the effort of solving people's problems that clearly weren't mine to solve must have tipped the balance. And now I get to go back home and look at that and do the work on that, do the work on why I felt the need to accept that responsibility. And that awareness is amazing. And that is why doing nothing can be so excruciating because these pieces of information come up and they don't quite build the whole picture. It's like you're getting these jigsaw pieces of what you need to look at. And it takes days before the jigsaw puzzle all of a sudden comes together and shows itself to you. And in your case, the week of doing nothing might not be for you to to discover that you're solving too many people's problems or carrying the burden of doing it. Although that might be your burden. You might already know that's your burden. It could be something completely different is that you're just tired, right? Like you're just tired. (laughs) That could be enough. 
But until we give ourselves the wisdom of our own counsel, which can only happen once we exit relationship to everyone else for a short period of time and relationship to obligations, we can't get that full wisdom of our own counsel. And our own counsel, our own inner wisdom can tell us exactly what we need to know. You know, we're in the the part of the receiving school where many people are asking like, how do I trust these answers I'm getting? How do I trust these answers? What I offer is it's not just that you trust the answers you're getting in the moment, but you trust that if you follow the answers, even if they're not exactly, they don't create exactly the result you think they're going to create, that you can trust yourself to be strong enough on the other side of them. That comes with being in relationship to your own inner wisdom. That's how you build trust in is it is to have full and open conversations with it. But without the space to do that, it's almost impossible. And oftentimes if we have been busy, 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 when we first take that space away, there's a lot of uncomfortable messages our inner wisdom has to share with us. And that's what makes that beginning time so excruciating. But I promise you, if you are looking to clean and clear the energy in your body, this is the most powerful way to do it. And I hope you will take the opportunity to create that space for yourself. If you can only get a few days That's a wonderful start. Just understand those first couple of days are generally the hardest. That's why I really do strongly encourage a full week. And I truly, truly hope you'll find that time for yourself. If anything I've said has resonated with you in terms of you feel depleted, you feel unmotivated, you find yourself procrastinating all the time. And then if you're you're not able to get away right now, but you do really feel like you need some tools to help clear your energy, to kind of reboot your energy and maybe set up some systems to clean toxic energy in your in your space or in your body, then um, I have some good news for you. I am going to be doing a training next week. If you go to pattylinen.com forward slash training, at the time that I'm recording this, I haven't even set the date and time, but I do know I'm going to be doing it next week from when this drops. So if you just go to pattylinen.com forward slash training, you'll see the option to join us for that training. It will be recorded. We'll have it live, but it will also be recorded and you'll be able, as long as you sign up for the training, you'll get the recording. And it's all going to be about the tools that you can use to clean and clear your energy tools like white sage and sound some breathing exercises, and some setting up energetic boundaries around yourself so that other people's toxic energy can't get to you. So if that sounds good, go to pylin.com forward slash training. And by the time you're listening to this, the date and time will be established. I believe it's going to be on Tuesday and I don't even have the calendar. Let me look at my phone quick. My goodness. Yes, it should be Tuesday the 18th. But again, check the training page. You'll have the exact date and time. All right. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people. And it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, 
always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.